Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This one's interesting for sure. Qui-Gon and Yoda used the same lightsaber fighting style, yet Maul beat Qui-Gon. Okay, so in today's fantasy battle, let's square up something that I've seen a lot in the comments, and that's Yoda versus Darth Maul. Now, while 99% of us might know the answer here, it's still really fun to square up the stats between the two and just have fun with it. So the only way that this would happen, or at least one of the ways, is if in the council, Yoda was actually sent to Naboo instead of Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. So here's the thing, we all know plot-wise, Yoda would have to win since that's what takes the story forwards. But that's what I love about my Fantasy Battles series, is that we don't have to use plot armor for any character. We can just compare facts and stats, and then come to a logical conclusion. Okay, so, to Naboo, I will go. Let's say Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are there to protect the Queen, but Yoda takes the liberty to go on his own. When the doors open, he tells Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan to go protect the Queen, as Anakin stays in the ship, which leads to him flying into space and destroying the blockade, all that still happens. Now, I always wondered why the Jedi sent Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon to fight a supposed Sith, the first one in a thousand years. They would have sent someone a little more qualified, at least. Not saying that Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon weren't qualified, but I would have imagined them to send maybe Mace and Yoda, maybe their best. But this is what we got. Maul survived his battle with Obi-Wan and his immense torture throughout his life. He used acrobatics just like Yoda did in his fighting style, and he moved very fast. Now many may say that Maul doesn't use much of the Force, and while that's true, it also isn't. Maul uses the Force in ways that we don't see it, such as in his speed, his reflexes, and his rage. In Legends, there's a power called Force Rage, which enhances a Sith's power, speed, and ability to keep going. This is what allowed him to survive his body being cut in half, as well as, on another topic, allowed Anakin to survive being sliced by Obi-Wan. And also, Anakin is much more powerful than Maul and pretty much everyone else, so he would be alive. Trained in the seventh lightsaber fighting style, this was the most aggressive lightsaber form that there was, and particularly was shunned by Jedi as it used more of an aggressive nature. This was actually the form that Mace Windu used, except he created his own variant of the form called Bipod. The seventh form was full of acrobatics and powerful offensive strikes. There was nothing that Maul hated more than Jedi, and to fight the Grand Master, well, Maul would surely do everything in his power to claim that victory. Now Yoda, he used form four. This was called Ataru, 
And here's what Sindrelig, the Jedi Temple's lightsaber fencing teacher, had to say about Ataru. Form 4 is the most acrobatic form filled with numerous elaborate moves and relies heavily upon a Jedi's ability to run, jump, and spin using the Force. Ataru was basically quite an aggressive style on its own, and it relied on speed and was proficient against single opponents. So it was perfect for this one-on-one -on -one duel. It, however, wasn't that great in tight spaces or in prolonged fights. This was one of the several reasons why Qui-Gon lost. Another characteristic of this form was its fast, powerful strikes from multiple directions. This form was primarily used by Mara Jade, Qui-Gon, Yoda, Luke, and Kyle Katarn from Legends. So we've got the battle style figured out for both. Maul uses seven with acrobatics and aggressive strikes, whereas Yoda uses mainly four, but of course, hey, being the Jedi Grandmaster, you know that he knows pretty much every single lightsaber style there is. I mean, he was almost 900 years old, so he just preferred to use the fourth one the most. Let's move on to the powers of the Force. This one's really a no-brainer, and I'm not going to drag it out so the video goes longer. Yoda is more powerful in the Force, hands down, case closed. Psychologically, well, this one's different. Maul is much more aggressive and more willing to fight than Yoda. They pretty much end on polar opposites of each other. Yoda is much more laid back and doesn't really have the motive to fight as much as Maul does, since he believes in peace. That's not to say that he's a quiet little kitten, it just means that he wouldn't seek out a fight like Maul would. Maul's psychology would make him more of an aggressive fighter. His fighting would be disrupted by his constant anger and bloodlust to kill Yoda, whereas Yoda would maintain a level head and look for an opening or error in Maul's form, footing or movements. Yoda would continue to stay calm throughout the whole fight, like he did against his former apprentice, Dooku, and then the Sith Lord, Sidious. Maul wouldn't shoot Force Lightning because he never did in canon, and therefore the only thing Yoda would have to watch for would be his dual blades. This would pose quite an issue, since one end of Maul's blade would aim high while the other would aim low to the floor, which is exactly where Yoda was. Now Yoda was about 3 feet tall, and Maul was about 5 foot 10. And I can also confirm this because I met Ray Park and we were looking eye to eye. So the backswing of Maul's double blade would play to his advantage against such a short opponent. Okay, so there are two different scenarios where we could take this and I'm going to discuss both. The first is if we entertain the fact that Yoda and Maul fight with lightsabers only. So since Yoda was so wise, he would have to disarm Maul's saber by slicing it down the middle. Those double blades would prove to be quite dangerous for him. Now this would be pretty easy for Yoda because of his short stature and immense speed in the force. So he would hop around, bounce around, eventually landing on the ground and then jumping upwards to slice the blade in half, or at least the hilt in half. This would eliminate the single dual blade, but now he'd have to worry about a two-handed opponent coming for him, much like Asajj Ventress. Yoda wouldn't have an easy time, but it wouldn't be particularly that hard for him either. He would disarm Maul by proving to be too fast and skilled for him, ending up in Maul realizing that he's outclassed. This would make Maul... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline just more angry, fueling his pressing attacks, blind to the fact that Yoda will beat him if he keeps going, which he does. 
because Yoda is a Jedi and, you know, Jedi aren't as good as him, at least in his mind. So, Maul would get sliced up, much to Yoda's avoidance. Now, see, Yoda didn't care to just, you know, kill his enemies. He wanted them to stop fighting and to change their ways, maybe change to the light side if they could, or at least know that they're unmatched in the duel with him and stop. If that didn't happen and Maul just kept going like we know that he would, then Yoda would be forced to kill him. Now there's this new canon comic that actually covers Maul as a Jedi. He has a vision of himself as a Jedi and it's, it's really different and cool because it's something that we've never seen. It's a, almost a canon fan fiction. Or it is basically. So I'm going to drop that here for anyone who hasn't seen it yet and then I'll put a timestamp if you want to skip it to continue the video. A vision. Suddenly, Maul is no longer on Malachor, but in a green field and wearing the brown robes of a Jedi. A Zabrak boy begs him to help his family from an attack by a giant creature. Maul is stunned and confused. He thinks to himself that he is no Jedi, no protector of the weak, but he is a hunter and still hungers for fresh prey. So he ignites his double-bladed blue lightsaber and attacks the beast and kills it. Then the boy's family throws him a dinner, thanking him and the Jedi for saving them. Maul feels that everything is very wrong. He knows that he shouldn't be here. The father of the family invites him to stay the night, which Maul responds to by decapitating the man's head and then slashing the rest of the family until there is only the boy who begged for his help left. The boy asks him why. Maul answers, because this is what the Jedi are, a lie told to a desperate galaxy. Then he dispatches the boy and finishes with a lie will end. Suddenly he is surrounded by shadowy Jedi figures, all waving ancient lightsabers with a similar hilt as Kylo Ren's. But before they can attack and destroy him, Sidious clapping brings Maul out of his vision. His master wants to know what he just saw, but more importantly, what he has learned. Now, the second option that I mentioned I would talk about is that Yoda would kill him as simply as just using the force to push him extremely hard into a wall and knocking him out, or maybe even killing him by crushing him into the wall, or simply just throwing him off a cliff. Now, usually force users can't use the force like that on each other because there's a protective force shield around each user that they protect themselves with in accordance to their powers, of course. So, uh, you know, if let's say Obi-Wan and Count Dooku, Dooku was able to force choke him and throw him against the wall, A, because he caught him off guard, and B, because he was that much more powerful than Obi-Wan. Now, a lot of people don't know this about Dooku, but Dooku is actually probably, I would say, one of the most underrated force users in all of Star Wars. If you haven't read the books about him, such as Dooku Jedi Lost, uh, which is an audiobook, it really explains his younger era in Star Wars. You get to learn just how immensely powerful he is he was pretty much like Anakin. He was definitely gifted in the Force. Maybe he wasn't the chosen one, but he was unbelievably and undeniably powerful. So that's one reason why he was able to do that. Now, before I digress further, the Jedi and Sith have these Force fields around them. So they have these bubbles that protect them from other Force users choking them out and stuff like that, if they are conscious to it. However, when it comes to things like where they're equally matched or, you know, they're caught off guard like Yoda versus Palpatine in episode three, Yoda was able to send Palpatine flying back to the wall because Palps had his guard down and he was like, eh, you're just a feeble little Jedi, like you don't have much power. And that was really the first time that they ever fought. So he didn't really know what to expect. At least that's, you know, my explanation for it. We don't have a full canon answer as to why. Of course, lots of plot armor is thrown into there too. So that's the best that I can come up with. However, the force bubble shield thing, that's from Legends. That has actually been 
talked about and seen in Legends. So within seeing Maul, Yoda would just wave his hand and absolutely pin him to the wall like Sidious did against him in the Clone Wars when he fought him and his brother Savage Opress, which is still one of my favorite fights in Star Wars. So either way, whether it's lightsaber or force feats, Yoda will always come victorious against Darth Maul. At least nine times out of ten. And that one time, well, Yoda would have to be really caught off guard. Something would happen. Maybe you guys can let me know what you think that one out of tenth time would be. Let me know down in the comments. Well, I hope you enjoyed this breakdown video and another installment to the Fantasy Battles series that I enjoy making for you guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. Even though 99% of us figured that Yoda would absolutely decimate Maul, it's still fun to go through these and you know check out each warrior's stats and pin them against each other. So, hope you enjoyed this video. Leave a comment down below right now who we should pair up next, and I'll try to get that out for you in the next video. So, uh, thanks for chilling with me. Leave a like, and I'll see you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.